Welcome, Welcome to, to Big, Big Natural, Natural Talents. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Big Natural Talents. I've taken the reins on introducing, so that's why there's a crazy different feel to it from a girl who doesn't know what the hell she's doing. Lauren. Vi- oh, this Hello. vibe is all over the place. <laughs> I've made it public radio. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, look, if we haven't lost you yet, um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Welcome to Big Natural Talents. I am Lauren. And that's Conchetta. Conchetta, forever and always. Hi, Lauren. Love you. You're looking beautiful today. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, and nothing if, back. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no. Literally, like, when someone's like, I love you, and they're like, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> We're blocking today. I'm not yes and. I'm turning down off. <laughs> She's no but. No, go fuck yourself. <laughs> See you later. Well, speaking of offers, we offered for our friend to come on the podcast this week, and it is comedian Danielle Walker. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Happy to be here. Love that segue. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Danielle. I want to say you look beautiful today. Thank you. I'm um, I'm not wearing anything except for some acne cream over my chin, which um, you can't see, which is nice. No, that is nice. And again, got nothing back. So really went fishing there, girls, and you really left me out. Sorry, Conchetta, you look beautiful. I oh don't deal God. well with compliments, and so what I needed to do there was tell you why I'm disgusting. <laughs> Okay, so I guess now that you've made our guests feel uncomfortable, insecure, (laughs) exposed. And I feel good, now we can get on with the show. (laughs) That's how we start. I guess, Conchetta, like the elephant in the room is that you're wearing a strapless top and we can see your head and shoulders on the Zoom. But in fact, you do look nude. Completely Yeah. And that is done on purpose because I'm trying to be alluring to Danielle. Um, Wow, I hadn't noticed that because uh, your face is slightly lighter than your torso, so I thought you were in a tan T-shirt. Amazing. So now Danielle's made me feel insecure. We are absolutely (laughs) going off. Yes, Danielle, my face is not as tan as it used to be because, girlies, you'll be so proud. I'm an SPF wearing Chica these days. Great. (laughs) Wearing my SPF every day. (laughs) (laughs) Old fake tan on. Yeah, yeah, that's the medical term as well everyone are you too Daniela an SPF wearing chica yes 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 I am diagnosed the the labeled chica and I love it (laughs) I just seamlessly throw it in there oh Danielle we love you thanks for being here for everyone else who um wouldn't know this because you weren't in where we record this, but we accidentally gave Danielle the wrong link. So she had to be an audience while Lauren, myself, <laughs> and our producer Blake riffed and just yeah. talked nonsense. And we didn't realize that she was literally waiting and we were judging her for being late. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're like, where's Danielle? And we're all just having the time of our lives. And it was like one person in the audience. We were like, well, yeah, thanks for coming on, Danielle. Hope you enjoy the show. We'll get started. I would have loved to have seen if you just decided to start without me because I was taking so long mm. and then I just start sitting there watching you guys do the show without me being yeah. quite mean to me yeah the fact I wasn't there yeah like we don't address it we just think you think we forgot we think you forgot we're just yeah. like leave it be no 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 Danielle we are so happy to be here first up literally how are you going how was your lockdown I know personally for a fact you were You've become a nail artist and you are a DIY extraordinaire. Yes, Mm. I am. I've taken 
Well, I I, okay, I found out yesterday I might have Asperger's. And so <gasps> that may be a reason why I get really obsessed with certain things, like why um, I've become basically a self-qualified nail tech. That's and, so interesting. Um, also why I have gone crazy on DIY stuff. Mm. And like every give other us like one. a t- small dot point of like what are the things of being Asperger's like did I you, don't know yet. I only yeah. found out yesterday. I did like a Google and then mm. I got sidetracked. Did a test. My, uh, <laughs> very interesting. Well, also, did you know, before we keep saying Asperger's, mm. a lot of people in the autism community no longer use that word because did you know that Dr. Asperger <gasps> was actually like a Holocaust Nazi doctor <gasps> who like divided up all of the autistic people and deemed some of them high functioning enough to like live and some to die. So, um, did so you know? I'd get to live. You get to live mm. under these rules. We decide this time. Okay, you get to live on this podcast. <laughs> Hectic, hey. But people do say uh, autism spectrum disorder now. Generally, fun. Fact. Okay, I'm an ASP. Mm. Yeah. ASP, ASD, baby. I just got diagnosed with ADHD. Oh, I got that too. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. we're twins with that. We're oh, on it. Girlies, I just got um, diagnosed with double Ds. and they, Double uh, D. She's got a WAP. <laughs> and that is terminal, as we say. Absolutely. And we say WAP, but actually a lot of people in the WAP community no longer use that term <laughs> because, no, we're not going to do that. Um, well, that's crazy, Danielle. You're on a beautiful journey, but... Gosh, your nails, like, you you need to share them with the world. Show they us the nails. So wow. good. Yeah, no neurotypical could do that. You know? Yeah, it's weeks of constant studying. Are they, have you done so for the listener, they're purple, long, kind of mm. a, what do you call that, a stiletto shape? I feel like they're very I Sailor think, Moon vibes. Sparkly. Yeah, I feel like, I think that's like a long almond almost. I think yeah. stiletto mm-hmm. is pointy. Yeah, no, yeah. stiletto is way more violent, I would say. Have you done like acrylics yourself or are they like stick-ons? No, it's like gels. Um, so I got like this builder gel and I've used these things called like forms, which are like a sticky paper thing you put underneath the nail to build the nail on top of. And then, mm, um, then you remove it, right? Yeah, and then you move the sticky thing from underneath and then you have a nail and then you, like, use the drill to, like, shape it how you want and then you paint it. Whoa. It's so cool. Um, Yeah. Danielle, you know what I've been thinking this whole time? Just say we're out of lockdown. As a friend, if I came to you, would you do my nails? Or are you, like, yourself exclusively? Well, okay, so this is the thing because I'm still quite new to it. Mm. Um, It takes me a long time. So if you Mm. have nine or ten hours free conchetta. Danielle, you know that I do every day of my life. (laughs) Pre-COVID, during COVID, after COVID. I did get – I went to um, the dermatologist recently to get, like, a mole checked out and the lady at the counter, she was, like, in her 50s and kind of, like, a bit glam and then she was kind of very – COVID conspiracy e like <laughs> she had a sign behind her desk that said this receptionist doesn't have to wear a mask she has a thing anyway she also then was like asking patients if they um, had been vaccinated and then telling them they didn't need to do that <gasps> um, and that it's sort of like you know it's all a fake thing I said to her and one point I was like oh you know like I'd be I just reckon it'd be great if we could just all get vaccinated and get get this under control so we could just all get out of here. And then she was like, 
or and then I was also like I, w- I wish we'd just be sort of just like fully locked down so that whatever and then she was like don't wish for that don't wish for the lockdown you've got to do all the research you've got to do all the I've been doing research every <laughs> night deep into the night I've been looking up Jane Harmer I don't know if that's the real name of the lady she said but she was like Jane Harmer she she wanted us to, she wants Australia to be the first um, Illuminati country an Illuminati rule country and I was like oh my god I didn't even know that anyway Whoa. she asked me she complimented my nails mm-hmm. um, and so I loved her still. So that, I was like, oh, thank you. Your, that's your common ground. <laughs> I love that. It's like Illuminati. So she complimented my nails. <laughs> and then she was like, I don't know what Gladys expects us to do, like what not get our hair and nails and eyebrows waxed for Agree. 12 weeks. And she then told me she'd had her hairdresser over and her waxer over <gasps> to do those things. And then she said, oh, I don't mind like, you know, my nails and stuff. Like, you know, I can do my own nails, whatever. I can paint them or whatever. But I can't reach my toenails. And then she was like, where do you live? And then (gasps) I said the suburb I lived. And then she asked if she could come over and I could give her a pedicure. Oh, my God. Wait, she asked you to give her a pedicure. her a pedicure. In my own home. Yeah. Wait, wait, sorry. Was she telling you that she couldn't reach her toes? Yes. Oh, I thought that was you. Okay. And that that is like now your problem that she can't reach it. It's like, babe, I can send you a link to some YouTube yoga tutorials or something. Yeah. I'm not going to come over and do your toenails. Get the doctor to do it in his spare time. That's he's a dermatologist. Get him to – he's got good scissors. That is Get him in there. so presumptuous. That is That's like, mental to have that confidence. Oh, yeah, you can't ask me to touch your toes when I come to get my mole looked at. Oh that's so – that's such like a high level of interaction as well. And so like day to day, even before lockdown, I would say like I generally – like, you know, I'm not welcome to people talking to me about anything. I'm, you know, head down. I wouldn't have engaged somehow. I, she seems like she would have engaged you no matter what. But I'm like, that's that having that kind of conversation, especially now when you've only been talking to like your partner for so long and then you're like, oh, okay, here's a lady. Oh, it's just nice to have a chat, isn't it? And then she's like, you know, the Illuminati's real. Come and do my toenails. Like that's a yeah. lot to take on. Yeah, just getting home and having to tell my partner, hey, Jono, just so you know, um, Friday, um, Estella's <laughs> coming over. Um, she is anti-vax, so if you could just not wear your mask around yeah. just to make her feel comfortable um, and close up all the windows so nobody can see that would be great yeah awesome because obviously you said yes (laughs) yeah yeah I said yeah "Yeah, of course I need the money that's what are you gonna do and I'm coming over next I can't reach my toes for a different reason (laughs) don't want to do you know I was looking for nail supplies and I saw ones that were Gucci and I thought about buying them (gasps) just purely so I could make a full Italian set for concetta so see that's when you're thoughtful it hits me right in the heart it makes me cry the last present you got me were right up there on my shelf can you see um what? Uh, oh, yeah, the, the Krispy Kreme biscuits. She she came through and got me Krispy Kreme biscuits that I once marveled at once. And that we- will live with me forever. I hope I'm buried with those Krispy Kreme um, boxes. <laughs> They're the collaboration for all the listeners, the Krispy Kreme cross um TV snacks, which were terrible, horrible. And the crossover. They were actually, can I interject here and say that they were fine? They were little chocolate biscuits. Sorry if they weren't up to your standard. And I have really high standards for all (laughs) confectionery and biscuits. They were quite dry, weren't they? They were dry. They were tasteless. Don't make me go on about it, okay? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I bought you a gift, Conchetta. (laughs) No, 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 but it was the aesthetic. Look, they're there. Um, (laughs) 
Can I say, Lauren, I mean, you had something to say first we should get to, but I just need you to know I'm like dying to hear Danielle gossip. And I also have like a specific gossip question for you, Danielle. Okay. Yeah. Pointing my finger. Lauren, do you Amazing. want to say your Oh, my God. Thing? I'm going to make my thing go so fast yes, because it's it like literally fast. barely anything. Go. I just thought it was kind of crazy and interesting. Mm. I just learned about this podcast and it's called – Um, and I don't think I – I don't need it, but I learned about it. It's this podcast. It's called Clean With Me mm. and it's literally a podcast and <gasps> it's quite popular and it's just this lady like doing this podcast and she's like, all right, so now we're going to do the dishes. So just pick <gasps> up your brush, grab your dishes, give them a really good rinse. Yeah, giving them a rinse. Okay, now why don't you go chuck a load of washing on? We're <gasps> just going to do a whole house clean today. Chuck the load on, a uh, bit of bleach if you've got whites. Yep. Now come on back to the sink. Now we're going to wash your dish. And like she just like talk. It's like an hour where she just t- tells you how to clean your house. Is that, that crazy? Was so funny. It sounded like you ended. That is it. crazy. Now we're going to wash your dick. <laughs> 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 That's, That's what I should make. That's like groundbreaking news. What's it called? It's called Clean With Me, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. What do you think of that, Danielle? I don't know. And then it I made mean, me think of like what else could we use podcasts for, you know? Okay. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm sort of getting quite like I'm getting frustrated by the idea because I don't know like how many dishes she's going to go through with you. Yeah. And, like what if I'm not up to where she's at when she moves on? Seems stressful. I'm yeah, obsessed it. and I need to listen to it. It's too, that's too much for me. But I think you could get to sleep listening to a podcast like that. Oh, that would be maybe a good sleeping podcast. One of those like meditative, just like people who are soothed by cleaning or something. Yeah. This for me is for someone who like, you know, struggles with like having motivation to do anything. Well, yes. Yeah. This um, first <laughs> review that came up was when I'm feeling unmotivated or overwhelmed at the task at hand, being able to pop this podcast on kickstarts my daily routine. I often listen to two episodes at a time to smash out a serious cleaning session. Does that mean like back to back or like two are going? One in each ear, one hand in the laundry, one in the garden. Like, no, it's it's back to back. Well, wrong. That's grammatically incorrect. That's Um, that's an amazing thing to bring. She should get a robot vacuum. Yeah. A Roomba, maybe. Yeah. Do you have one, Danielle? Yeah, I got one of the hoover brand mm. is it's so it's not a roomba it's hoover mm. but i love it it's so good you just send it off it goes around you can follow a little map do you know my partner got annoyed at me one night because i wasn't watching the tv show with him i was watching the vacuum cleaner move around on the map and leave the little lines behind it well <laughs> that's riveting good. that's awesome yeah. <laughs> that is so amazing because doesn't it like leave any gaps like is that not crazy No, it's like sometimes if there's like a corner it can't get all the bristles into, Um, then it's fine. But I mean like I just put it on a few times a week and then I also will do like a vacuum and mop constantly because um, I have sort of like cleaning issues. But um, yeah, I never knew this podcast. Yeah, you should make a podcast about that. But it's like more (laughs) insulting. It's like when I've got another friend who's a really like serious cleaner and she like will just make me feel bad because I'm like, oh, what do I, I'm up, you know, maybe once a week or so, every few weeks, depending on the situation. She's mm. like, I'm up every day, you pig. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the crazy. podcast I need. <laughs> That's oh. crazy. Man, going to visit my mum when I was up there for a few weeks, it was so annoying because I love my mum, but she is a clean, the cleanest freak in the world. Wow. And she like needs to wash she needs to cook dinner and then immediately, like, you're not even finished eating dinner and she's pulling the plate out from underneath you to take it over and wash it up. 
and and oh and, my god and dry hand dry it and put it dry. away i'm like well you don't have a rack mum. we can't put these in the rack she doesn't like dishwashers she thinks they're filthy disgusting things oh <laughs> my god. and washes up by hand oh my god sorry i need to get to the gossip but like do know i just need to know like what if your mum went because i want to know about a really clean person if they went to a house that wasn't clean would she like have a conniption yeah, big time. Yeah. There was like this lady who was our dog food lady and mum would not go in her house. Yeah. Oh, because oh I hate it. was so gross. Yeah, yeah. I hate being in dirty houses and like I'm not like a dirty person at all, but I'm also not someone who's like a super clean freak. But mm. I'm like, in, like if I get a glass out and it has like a, a thing on it, yeah. like no, it's I'm over. not like, oh, it'll yeah. be fine. It won't be fine. <laughs> it won't be I'm fine. I'm <laughs> putting that glass back in the cupboard <laughs> because I'm not dealing with it, but I'm just going to put it back and then do the same thing tomorrow. Because yeah. I once went, Danielle, to, I think Lauren knows this story. I once went to a house of, let's just say, someone connected to us, and I'm not going to say anything more than that. Ooh. And I went to their, at their house, and I went in, and first off, I was hit with the smell which has never happened to me before, being hit with a smell, like as if windows had never been open, like maybe sweat and just a stink. So that was- Can I ask a question? Was this a boy or a girl? A boy. Okay. Yes. Okay. Big time boy. And um, then I remember seeing the house and it was like dust everywhere. And they knew I was coming over. And this isn't a sexual relationship, so maybe that's why. But I went over, the sink was full- of dirty dishes but looked like they'd been there for a while like crusted over disgust everything's disgusting okay then you are not gonna believe this and like just no pizzazz anyways then i go to the bathroom to take (laughs) a whiz and the toilet bowl was like a dark brown crater and then the sink was this it's like a beautiful beautiful um porcelain white rectangle like modern basin and let me tell you Danielle this is what floored me the whole base of the sink had a brown film crust no 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 no. and I had never seen anything like it and I was so shocked because if anyone is even just popping over to the house the the level is medium but just that extra care I'll like clean the toilet you know if we're having people over but I just had never seen that much like neglect and horrible dirt and just it made me realize that everyone's standards are entirely different and you don't know till you know and that's my story Oh, yeah, big time. If somebody's planning to come over my house, I've spent six hours cleaning. Yeah. I've got candles lit to it cover the smell good. of my cleaning products. Yeah. And then they walk in and I go, oh, sorry about the mess. Yeah. Yes, yes. Seriously, it's always. <laughs> it's like part of the plan to have people over is to like spend time cleaning. Or even like I feel like um a lot of older houses as well, like they can be perfectly clean, but like if you have hard water or something or calcium in the water, <gasps> some old toilet bowls get that um orange like rust or calcium yes. buildup on them. And like that's like fine, I guess. Um, but like, <laughs> Ivana will let that pass. Yeah, I like went to a friend's house and I was like, "Oh, do you want to know how to get rid of that stain?" Because like I had one and I just read a, a Mormon wife cleaning <laughs> blog. And all you have to do is drain the toilet bowl and fill it with this chemical and scrub it with a pumice stone. And she was like, "No, it's fine." And I was like, "Well, I simply couldn't." survive if I had <laughs> a mark in my ended. toilet bowl <laughs> and then I severed ties with that person um I will I I stopped being friends with somebody in in like 
year nine because I couldn't deal with going to their house. <gasps> what was the ish? What they the had ish? like um, cats that were allowed to be like up on oh, the kitchen mm. bench like while people were cooking. No. And then also they had like an indoor pig um, <gasps> that would like eat oh, the corners of the couch and slobber over everything. Okay. This and is like prob- just- this is the part where we do say that you are f- grew up in Townsville, okay? Yeah. yeah. But the indoor pig is uncommon. Yeah. But that's <laughs> even some, in Townsville. That's some country shit that's like, oh, my. Imagine if that was in an apartment in Marrickville or something. Like, that's. Um, <laughs> can I say this is the thing that would, like, freak me out when I'd be over at different people's houses and then tell me if you're, like, yay or nay to it. But letting the dog lick the bowl, like your finished bowl, like putting it on the floor, like you've just had a spaghetti bolognese and then you put on the floor and let the dog clean it up with, and then you wash it. But like, is that seeing that a yay or a nay for you? That's a, that's a nay for me. I wouldn't even use, there was like a, a friend who had a cat and I went over to look after her house for a bit. And, um, like when you were feeding the cats, you were just supposed to grab like a spoon out of the kitchen spoon drawer and I wouldn't use any of the spoons when I was there because I knew that they'd all touched cat food. And even though I understand cat food is like Delicious. sort of, yeah, <laughs> it's nutritious meat and shit, whatever. <laughs> but like I still didn't want to eat the, that because it had touched the cat's food, not even the cat's mouth. Fair, 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 fair. Crazy. Oh, gosh, this is some riveting stuff. Okay, we need to get into yeah. your gossip, Ms. Walker. Um, have you thought of anything that you're like, this I need to spill, this is the biggest gossip from my life? Um, well, there's two – I have two pieces of gossip. One piece is a, uh, just a family dra- – like a family thing that's been happening. Mm. Um, and the other one is just something I've been obsessed with that I think is crazy about like an author from the 1980s. Amazing. Awesome. So I might start with that. Do you do you guys know the books the the book series Flower Flowers in the Attic? No. Oh yeah, yeah. But remind us. I think there's like an incest yeah. vibe. <gasps> so it's like a series of books. Um, it starts off with this like family. They're all blonde and hot, um, including the children. Um, anyway, the dad dies. They go to live in this like big mansion thing hidden in the attic because um it turns out the mum and the dad were actually <gasps> um like half cousins sort of or like no sorry the okay so the the mum was the daughter of a guy and mm-hmm. the dad was her dad's half brother i don't know what that is uh-huh. like half uncle okay no yeah it's confusing half- yeah. So it was it was it was incest yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they had the four kids together. The dad like was like like the mum's dad was like you guys this is incest it's not okay. <gasps> R- wrote them out of the will or whatever. So when the dad died, um the mum's dad like allowed the daughter to come back but didn't know about her children or whatever. Anyway, so the kids are all in the attic because they're just waiting <gasps> for the granddad to die and then oh. they're going to be rich. But then it's like years and years they're locked up in this attic and the conditions keep getting worse and worse and they're just being like abused by this like grandmother and the <gasps> mum comes less and less. Anyway, eventually there's like some weird rape incest between the brother, sister in the attic. Anyway, they escape then she becomes like a ballerina. He becomes like a doctor. They have kids. They all get their revenge one day. But anyway, that's like the series of books. It was really big in the 80s. It was written by this lady, V.C. Andrews, mm-hmm. um, and she 
like this book was massive and she died not long after the series of books had been published. And then since then there has been a ghostwriter for <gasps> her who has written three times as many books as she has under her name. And, um, well, there's actually been two ghostwriters and they've written three times as many books as she ever wrote. And all of the books are just sort of weird ripoffs of her ideas. They're all these like weird sort of like incest orphan kids who end up fucking their relative oh, that's so weird in an abusive environment it's very odd oh, also so how God. i didn't so a ghostwriter i thought that was just like when someone is like famous or something but they're too dumb to write a book so they get a writer to like help them and stuff yeah but this is a literal ghostwriter as in they're writing a dead woman's book yeah <laughs> yeah they're literally trying to channel yeah it. <laughs> Like people can't even call them out and be like, you're not a real ghostwriter because like your author is no longer around. It's like, no, actually, I'm literally the most ghostly ghostwriter. Yeah, Wait. come over here. I'm literally sitting here with my Ouija board and she spells it yeah. out to me and I type it in. Wait, but does that mean like you literally don't need the permission of a dead writer to just become the ghostwriter? So like if JK Rowling dies, I could just like keep writing. Well, no, the, the family estate sorted it out. So basically her oh. family wanted to continue raking in them dollars. Oh my um, God. Which, honestly, to be honest, if I had, like, a f- no, I don't know. I don't think I'd want to, like, besmirch their name by being, like, okay, whatever, keep on writing these books. But I, I don't know, maybe also as well if they were, like, incest, weird sort of, like, pop literature books, maybe I would be, like, ah, it's not really that yeah great of a piece. It's not like Shakespeare. It's not like <laughs> I'm now writing Shakespeare. The subject matter does make it, like, weirder. Obviously. Also, it's funny. We were talk- I like. I promise, listeners, we're not going to talk about incest all the time. I swear to God. <laughs> we were because talk- people always send us gossip about like mm-hmm. my cousins. Literally, this. married my cousin or something. And so then, actually, like while we're on topic, we can do a quick redaction. We had a listener um, from the big natural talents legal team, which is actually just a listener that uh, DM'd us, um, <laughs> and they clarified for us, uh, guys, it's only illegal to marry your sibling or parent. Okay. Cousins, uncles, and aunties, that is all actually legal. It's to, a go ahead. They give to it go a on ahead. Thumbs up. <laughs> so this flowers yeah. in the attic thing sounds pretty kosher to me. <laughs> Bring us something worse than that, Danielle, if you think you've got. But hearing that story, I was like, this is like half the gossip we get. <laughs> like it's real. Yeah. <laughs> this I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> all over town, Danielle, you would not believe it. <laughs> yeah, there was always incest rumors like about people when I grew up, but I also didn't know if it was just because we didn't have that many people mm. at my school and people just wanted something to say. Just being like, did you see she's wearing a jumper in summer? Yeah, I heard her dad fucked her and now she's pregnant. <laughs> Oh, my God. There's some harsh gossip out in Townsville, mamma yeah. mia. <laughs> <laughs> um, get ready. That's How did you come across this book, Danielle, and this, um, this fascination? Well, when I was, like, 12, mm. I found the book in mum. Well, actually, my mum pulled it out of the bookshelf and was like, you'll like this, and <laughs> handed it to me to read. <laughs> it's a big book. Like, it's very famous, I think. I've, like, definitely yeah. – it's, like, referenced. Like, I can see how mum would be like, this was a very popular book in my day. Mm. And also my mum had read it and loved it. Yeah. <laughs> my mum and I were reading the Twilight book series at the same time when I, mean, I was a teenager. That's worse. Twilight's yeah. probably worse than this. <laughs> I mean, no incest in Twilight, I don't think. I get, they were just fake brothers and sisters. Yeah, true. But yeah, you're fucking Jake, a wolf, you're fucking mm, a vampire. It's all Jacob <laughs> also falls in love with a baby before it's even born. 
Remember that? Didn't he fall in love as it was being born? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, technically um, he, like... <laughs> I thought it was like when he laid eyes on her. Okay, well, if we were to actually get into it, falling in love is the wrong word. We're we're actually talking about imprinting, which is something that he can't control that is actually (laughs) biological in him. So he imprinted, which, yes, maybe it looks like love, but it's actually a stronger bond, um, on Bella's baby. um, And he didn't know that he had imprinted on her until he saw her when she was born. But when, uh, when Bella was pregnant, he, like, felt very drawn to her and protective of her, which makes us think that he was kind of vibing the baby even then. Mm-hmm. I thought he just had a pregnant lady fetish. <laughs> Probably that too. And then it came out and he was like, whoa, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> I can get so obsessive in my, like, um, love of Ben that, like, my dream would be like I wanted Ben to fall in love with me the second I was born. Like I wish he was like drawn to my mother, knew there was something going on, and it was just so that I would eventually grow to be his partner. So that actually sounds really beautiful and I can really get behind the Twilight stories. Are you seeing a psychologist, Conchetta? No, no, I don't really know. No, no, no. Um, that's just a glorious segue to bring out the fact that it is indeed my two years with my boyfriend. <laughs> Two years down, forever to go. Thank you so much, guys. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm obviously freaking joking. I'm never going to joke about him again. People freak out too much. People are freaking out. Everyone's screaming on this I'm freaking out. (laughs) I'm freaking the fuck out. I actually think it's nice how much you you like him. Um, does how does he react when you say this stuff? Um, he like gets on his knees, he eats my pussy, he like he's like upset, <laughs> he like falls over himself to like. No, he just like smiles and he's like, okay, smink. <laughs> okay, no, I wasn't gonna say this on. I wasn't gonna say this to Lauren and me yet, but I'm actually gonna get into it. But last night, Ben and I, we had this big riff that happened because we were in bed together, and it was the eve of our anniversary. And I looked at him and I said. So, Ben, um, what's five reasons why you love me? And um, that was, like, half joking, obviously, but, you know, a girl can ask. And he was like, haven't you asked me this already? And I was like, yeah, you have to do it every year. And he was like, great. So it's like a renewal process when you have to renew your parking permit. And I was like, yeah. And then this is – oh, my God, I have the notes written somewhere. This is what he said. You took notes. It was so funny. No, we were literally crying in bed. He was like this. He said, okay, (laughs) he was like, you're a good person, funny, cute, get along well. It sounded like he was writing a school report with like, (laughs) like he blacked out. He like, when he's asked to like talk or speak of feelings and I was dying at, I was dying at get along well. I was like, we sound like coworkers. (laughs) I was like picturing like him saying my eulogy and they're like, bring him up. They're like, this is Conchetta's long-term boyfriend. And Ben's like, she was cute. She was funny. We got along well. Vale, Conchetta, Carisho. And people would not know that we are like intimate lovers for a million years. And we were dying. Like that's the difference between Ben and I of like articulating our 
feelings and emotions, but it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. It's- and you are so much better because you, you you articulate it so well when you're like, Ben, I wish that the moment I had of been born, you had yeah. of like been drawn to my mom. And he's like, I get I get it. This is relatable. Like it's like you, you use like powerful kind of examples. And I think that's what's good about it. Because like if I tell my partner that I love them, I'm just like, Alex, um, you, I love you. Yeah, Lauren's the, Lauren's of the story. Ben and Alex is the me. Like, Alex could write a long-form <laughs> novel about how he lo- – like, I wish – Yeah, so Alex, you should. Alex and I need to, like, get together because only us know the bounds of our, like, love and, like – and I think that's just, like, who we are. And I want to say, Danielle, and I have a feeling in between the you and Jono, I bet Jono's the big, like, wordy, sooky, like, love. Uh, is that me making a bold assumption? No, I think we both sometimes uh, – I don't think either of us are very good at being like, you are my sunshine, you light up my life, angel. Um, like a serial killer. Like sounds yeah. like a serial killer. I'm, I think we more sort of – like say, just say uh, you're really good at that thing and then we go about our day. Mm-hmm. But um, I do, I think like I maybe not the best because like the way I show love is by, I've been doing this character recently where I, every time I walk into the room and he's there, I go, well, 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 who do we have here? <laughs> that's a um, character I can get behind. Any that's love. Well, 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 hook, line and sinker, you've got me. It's Yeah, sort of like an aggressive man and I pretend he's like a, a lady and I'm trying to get him to give me a blowjob. Um, <laughs> so I, I walk in wherever he is and I sort of like try and push his head down. So like I'm funny. trying to get him to give me a blowjob and I, I'm t- telling him how big my dick is. That's so yeah. funny. That is role reversal. That is role play. That is keeping it interesting. Yeah, it's feminism. It's yeah, taking absolutely. back your power. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> what do we have here? Ladies, we should all oh be doing God. this, okay? <laughs> okay. I've been doing a character. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. Um, no, I've been doing a character lately that um, my boyfriend hates. And you know, like when your boyfriend hates it when you do something and you just have to keep doing it? You I don't love know. it more. Yeah, I love yeah it Jonah more. doesn't like that character I've been doing. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but the character I'm doing is just like, it's just like a, like a normie 45-year-old woman. Like I got like the Woolworths magazine from Woolworths when I got the groceries and I was like, this is good. You can just have a look through. You can just get some ideas. Just get some ideas. <laughs> I like whisper and I always like whisper. I say like, it's nice. It's nice. You know, but something's like a bit cheeky. I'm like, I'm glad we bought the connoisseur ice cream instead of the cheap one. It's just nice. You know, it's like a, it's like a Cap and Kim vibe. I can it's definitely nice. see you. You are so yeah. the, which is the older one, Cap? Yeah. yeah. Lauren is a Kath and I am a Kim. Kim. <laughs> the like, whale tail and I'm always in trouble and I'm like, fuck off. You know, that is definitely our energy. Can I say that this character, Lauren, to me, it doesn't seem that far removed from what you're actually like. Yeah. It's like <laughs> food and stuff. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the problem. Like, <laughs> you are like, oh, I've just made a quinoa tabbouleh salad uh, when you yeah. come around. Um, and uh, if you guys could bring some olives and... Um, <laughs> Some margaritas. That would be really. That would be really great. We've always said that Lauren is a forty-five-year-old yeah. woman trapped in Absolutely. the body of a twenty-seven-year-old girl. But so think- when you said your boyfriend doesn't like this, 
Do you mean he doesn't like you? <laughs> no, I think what he doesn't like is like because he realizes that like I am, but it is truly who I am. And so he's like, no, like just don't like it's too. You're gonna be that if you keep talking. Like it's okay that I'm like this recipe is nice, but if I'm like this recipe is a bit nice, isn't it? A bit cheeky. He's like <laughs> you're fast forwarding sucks. It. Yeah. yeah, he's like yeah. he's looking at twenty years down the future, straight in the eyes. Straight he's just like face. not yet, like, not no. yet. Give he's me like, a minute. Can you just stay slutty, <laughs> just for like another five, just- <laughs> another five to ten. <laughs> I mean, my mum was kind of, I mean, she was a bit more of a bogan version of this, but I think my mum was still quite slutty, yeah, even older. You know, I think Hell she yeah. was like at my like 15th birthday party, it was just like me and a bunch of my friends, like girls over having a sleepover playing Sing Star out by the pool. And my mum walked out in a coconut bra and <gasps> brass skirt. Hell yeah. And just started like with her full tits in the little <laughs> coconuts. Like, they didn't fit in the little coconuts. That's so funny we're trying to sing around us hell like, yeah there wasn't even any i don't even know what she thought was going to happen apart from us just be like okay and try and ignore her while she sort of like hovered over the top of us she's sending the <laughs> message that big tits have power you know power sex <clears throat> she, she's holding all the cards to her chest what just while she sort of cackles at herself <laughs> like we're just trying to sit there saying a mulatto <laughs> and, over, and mum's behind us like girls. okay girls an Anne Edmonds <laughs> character. Like I can see her just being your mom doing that. That is exactly why I'm drawn to Ed because yeah. I want to like be like mom. Yes. Oh, my mom? God. Mom? Or just like the mean girl's mom energy as well is what I'm getting from that story. <clears throat> um, Absolutely. Okay, okay Danielle, what is your next piece of goss? Uh, my next piece of goss is just my granddad has been um, in a war with um, some caterpillars um, <laughs> because he has planted a vine um, that is supposed to attract the Cairns birdwing butterfly, that really big green-looking butterfly, mm-hmm. and it has attracted far too many uh, Cairns birdwing butterflies. Um, and <laughs> so now the vine is fully covered in caterpillars and my granddad is so angry at them because they're going to eat the entire vine that he planted for them to eat, but then there's not going to be any more vine left. That's just like, that's a metaphor, isn't it? Yeah. It's a metaphor for humans. We're all the same. The universe. He put something out there hoping for it, but when he got got what he asked for, it was all too much. And (laughs) it's now going to destroy the very thing that caused it. And that's just... Yeah, you just you just look at it and it's almost completely eaten and there's all these empty chrysalisks that are all brown now and dying because they've taken what they wanted and all the butterflies have flown off and well, I mean they're around. Like it's it's insane how many butterflies are around. <laughs> it it looks like you're in a butterfly house, but granddad's wow. still angry because there's no fucking vine left. <laughs> That is. Would there be like photos that we could look at 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 this at some point in time of your angry grandpa? Of all I the took videos when I was up of um all the chrysalisks on the vine, and also then Granddad standing nearby, just being like, "Yeah, fucking assholes, won't fucking <laughs> leave the vine." Or there's plenty of other plants they could have a go at too, but they all all of them over here. They do like it. It's oh their vine. God. Yeah, that's the whole thing. This is why it's an annoying situation because Granddad does not understand why he shouldn't be angry 
because he planted the vine there for the caterpillars and he's gotten what he's wanted. Wow. But now he's annoyed because next year he won't be able to enjoy it as much because there won't be butterflies next year because they will have pissed off to another butterfly vine. pissed off. They've gone. That is such a mood board. Like um, grandpa's (laughs) being angry about something in the garden because my (laughs) nonno is the same about like the lemon tree and stink bugs and like there's always something, there's always (laughs) drama in the garden. (laughs) Oh, yes. Granddad's also upset at the cockatoos for eating um, his passion fruit off the passion yeah. fruit vine. <gasps> yes. And then so we had to – my nana are going to have 26 acres and Granddad made me walk through all of it, all the bushland to go with him so that he could point out where all the cockatoos had shit in the tree and a passion fruit <laughs> vine had popped up and show me all the passion fruit vines. And then he was still annoyed at the cockatoos for eating all the passion fruit off those vines when the mm-hmm. cockatoos planted those vines by shitting there. It's just like it's why you see wogs with like their crazy contraptions to keep animals oh. out and it looks so ugly. It's like not what you the want nets. like a garden on gardening a show. Yeah. <laughs> My nonno tried looks to grow bad. the grapes and he complained about bats. They just came and ate them all. Wow. They yes. do. They do. Well, my granddad, um, he does have a garden. I don't hear much about it though, but um, just for a granddad story, my granddad got Facebook um, for about 15 minutes, but then he <laughs> he saw like on Facebook like an Islamic flag and so he deleted his account because he was worried that ISIS would see him. <laughs> That's so cute. He emailed Mark Zuckerberg. His words, not fine. mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My granddad got annoyed because my nana went down to Brisbane for a bit when I was up there and it was just granddad alone in the house and his TV – it would only pick up ABC and it wouldn't pick up any other channel and he calls ABC the communist channel and then <laughs> it did seem like it was communist because he couldn't get any of the other channels. Fair enough. But he, he just hadn't moved over to digital and so it was just the only channel left that's like broadcasting yeah. to anyone still on the old analogue thing and so my mum had to fix it up and Grandad still didn't come to terms. He still calls it the communist channel. That's like he still... <laughs> won't admit that it was his fault. That's so funny as three stars of the Communist Channel um, sitting here talking behind the actor's studio. (laughs) Really disappointing for your poor grandfather. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'll watch it when I'm on, but Mm. he doesn't agree with the things that we say. (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, Danielle, the goss I wanted to ask you about, and I think you might not be surprised by this, but it's about ghosts and ghost gossip because – I want on the record for you to talk about um, if you believe in ghosts or not, any stories if you wanted to share about (laughs) ghosts, um, encounters, anything like that. Because you've told a story that I've heard, I don't know if you can say it because it's part of your show, that literally blew my tiny hat off. (laughs) It blew me away and you saw it in the show. It disrupted the show. It disrupted the show because I said the story and then every time I would say a line, it would be dead silence and then I could hear Conchetta going, <gasps> like a turn of I, was, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I was turning and looking at people. Was like, it was really disconcerting to see because Conchetta was third row, everybody silent, looking at me, waiting for me. And Conchetta's like half standing up, looking over, being like, are you, he- are you hearing this? 
I need a- are you, am I the only? Are you all crazy? <laughs> I wanted a need a slap. I was like, but they were, I was sitting next to strangers. I was all alone. Oh, no. I can't <laughs> believe I missed this. fans. What a build-up. Dale, after all of this hype, like, I mean, fair enough if you don't want to talk about it, if you're going to talk about it in a show, but... <laughs> No, I mean, I feel like I've talked about it in a show. I'll probably talk about it again in a Mm -hmm. show. But I feel like it's a story that is fun to tell. Mm -hmm. So uh, essentially I was like, I don't know, like three or four. And I woke up in the middle of the night and my mum was jumping up and down on my bed. And so Was she in the coconut bra? Unfortunately not. Um, Jumping? Because... (laughs) Because <laughs> I would have, yeah, loved to have seen the bounce on yeah. them tits from an underneath angle. But no, so I I walked into mum and dad's room to get dad so that he could come and tell my mum to stop jumping on the bed. And then when I got into my mum and dad's room, my mum and dad were both asleep in the bed, <gasps> right? Chilling stuff. This is when Conchetta started to make the noises and look around <laughs> at moaning. people. The this is like the start of it too. Like nothing really has happened that much. <laughs> and Conchetta's like already crying on the floor, screaming. <laughs> oh, the humanity. Oh, the horror. <laughs> um, was on the bed. <laughs> um, so from that point on, I started to get really obsessed with the name Edward. And I would start to, like, call everything Edward or, like, my Barbie dolls Edward or my, I don't know, teddy bears, whatever. I actually didn't have Barbie dolls until way older because I wasn't allowed them. I got, like, a little bobcat for my sand pit. <laughs> yeah, a, um, a desexualized but, play figurine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a motorbike. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, I wanted to call everything Edward and one night my nana pulled me aside and was like, oh, hey, Danielle, um, why are you calling everything Edward? What's the go here? And then I told my nana, oh, there's this um, man who comes to visit me in the night um, and he plays me the harmonica and he tells me stories and he tells me jokes um, and he looks a lot like mum and his name's Edward, right? Um, And then... My nana, she started to cry, and then I she would said too. that I'd be like, "That's really scary." Oh. <laughs> well, my mum said when I would tell her about it. This is recently because I asked her on her opinion. Right? She said she thought there was like a creepy man who was like coming around or something and like talking to me through the windows or something. She thought there was like a pedophile who was around and she couldn't catch him. Um, <laughs> Anyway, even scarier. It's yeah. just yeah. scary upon scary mm, upon worse? scary. <laughs> anyway, my nana. So she's she's crying and she says that um, uh, her dad was um, a taxi driver in Tully, and so he worked really long hours. And so the only time he'd get to spend with her was at night when he'd get home after his shift, and he'd wake her up and he'd tell her all the stories that the passengers had told him that day and all the jokes they'd told him. Um, and he played the harmonica. And um, his name was Edward and he looked heaps like my mum. Whoa, um, chills. Yeah. 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 So that that is the story. <laughs> I feel, I'm feeling feelings hearing that again. Like I'm still like riveted. It's like the ghost stories I would tell people as a kid that like had done the rounds, except it's real and it's from my friend. <laughs> that's what ghosts are to me. Like that's, I'm like if friend, if a close friend is telling it to me, it is gospel and they are real. Well, because I, I like didn't – we didn't know anything about like my nana's dad because she didn't talk about him because like of her childhood or whatever. And 
I did like a podcast and I talked about it and then a lady messaged me after the podcast. I'm going to try and find the message. Mm. Oh, here it is. And she said, whatever, I listened to the podcast. Uh, the reason you have memories that aren't yours isn't because of ghosts. It's because of epigenetics. You are the first person to have someone else's memories slash dreams passed to you in genes. I hope that's helpful to know. Mm. Prayer emoji, prayer emoji. And I was sort of like, what do you mean? That's whether or not. Uh, I saw a ghost or not, it's still, that's just as much magic, what that yeah. lady said to me, as this thing in my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, like epigenetics but, passing down memories, that's still magic to me. But also mm-hmm. like, oh, God, I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about epigenetics, but like it's just like I know, like I've heard about it. Like it's that thing of like I hear, I've heard about it discussed in like forms of in terms of like trauma. So like trauma is like that is like manifested in previous generations. You can kind of see it in the DNA of their descendants. So like yeah, that's, like rats that you hit with like shockers, and then yeah, the third generation know not to go near the shockers. Yeah, Whoa. so it's like epigenetics is like that. Basically, it's like stuff that actually happens while you're alive that affects your DNA that then you pass on. Um, but that yeah. is not like whole memories. That's not yeah. Surely, like I mean, we don't know everything about the brain, but like surely it's not just like you can like get your mom's memories when you go to sleep. Like that's pretty hectic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, like, yeah, also, my nana's alive. So, what? Whose memories am I getting? Edward, who's dead, or my nana, who's still alive? Like, what's happening? Yeah. Oh, I guess, sorry, epigenetics would just be passed down through the generations. I get, I'm still confusing it with ghosts. Yes. <laughs> there's always those people. There's always those people because, like, um, this is a, a pro, an open to ghosts podcast. Um, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't know everything. We don't know everything. Like, there's plenty of, like, spooky stories. But there's that always should, people that who, be like. on the art. Open yeah, to ghosts. Open to ghosts. A little asterisk. <laughs> open to ghosts. <laughs> Sorry, okay. um, but like whenever someone tells some story, even if it's like about their instincts or something, it's like I walked into the house and I knew that I wasn't safe. And so immediately I grabbed a knife or something and I went outside. And then it turns out that there was like a burglar waiting or there's always like those stories of like I was I got off the train and I was going to go to my car, but I knew like that I shouldn't. I felt it in my body. So I like mm. went and got a taxi and then like they see the CCTV and it's like someone crouching by their car who was going <gasps> to tie them up. Mm-hmm. Like that's always those stories. And people are always like, hmm, okay, well, like, maybe that, like, wasn't um, just, like, some kind of cosmic thing. And actually, like, because your brain, when you walked into the house, your brain actually heard a sound that you didn't even consciously hear. And so you consciously, you unconsciously knew. And so it was actually science. And I'm like, no, it was ghost. <laughs> I still think that the stuff that they think, that they're like, mm. that's science or whatever, your brain unconsciously, that's still magic. To yeah. Me. Yes. That's still magic. And I also don't understand why anybody, like, why people don't want to believe in stuff because I personally would love to believe in mermaids. I think all that shit, if I could believe, I want to believe in everything. Imagine how much cooler the world would seem if you're like, yeah, I believe in magic, I believe in fairies, I believe in in all this. That would be. That's so much better to meet someone who believes. Like, I believed in Santa for a really long time, literally (laughs) a couple weeks ago. And I believe that. (laughs) Devastated. I truly believe. And my family helped build the wall, like, you know, build the fantasy wall. But also, like, I want to believe in the Loch Ness Monster, okay? And I want to believe in the Bigfoot guy. And Oh, my God. The Bigfoot... Have you? <laughs> okay. This is now a conspiracy podcast, okay? Okay. Okay, my mum sends me updates 
on um, Bigfoot because <laughs> they're, they're in every country, basically. In every continent, there's some sort of Bigfoot theory. Anyway, in my family, we call them the Melon Man. <laughs> what? Um, is this apparently, like- it's known as the, like, the Milan Monster or something, but mum calls it the Melon Man. Is it? Wow. Where is this Bigfoot? Is it? Uh, I think it's known as like Mel, M. Let me just Google M E. Is it L L A A N? There's like a place up north, monster. Let me type in that because it took me ages to figure out it was called the monster, not is the melamine. Because I just kept googling. Oh yeah, okay. So it's M A L A A N monster, and okay. it's like. You know, a yowie, a Bigfoot, whatever. Wow. Anyway. And this is in Australia? Yeah, this is in Australia. Yeah. My my granddad said that he would always, like, find, like, fires in the – because he was a caretaker at the army camp in Tully, which was just, like, untouched rainforest. And, um, the like, once a year the army would come and run sort of, like, drills and things in the forest to sort of simulate like what it would be like if you were in the rainforest you know with mud around you and everything anyway when they weren't there granddad said he would always find like fires and stuff that had recently like be little little campfires that had been set up and put out and there was no other way to like get in to the forest because the only entry to like the paths and stuff were through the entrance where he was. And if not, it's like, how are you going to navigate through the rainforest without the path and all of that stuff? And he would find, like, little things and he would be able to, like, he said he would, like, sense when something was around (gasps) and, like, know to get out. And he said that sometimes stuff would go missing from the campsites and that um, some of the, like, people from the army, they draw stuff in this, like, book that they had in the army camp like you know those like things where you sign in your name yeah like a and you sign book. out yeah people would like the army people would like draw in it like what they'd seen in the <gasps> forest like when they'd saw the hairy creatures walking around and stuff or up in the trees and then granddad would like check and then they'd go the pages would be torn out from the book <gasps> oh, and they'd always be torn out yeah and I don't care if that if, if my granddad's telling a big porky pie or not. I want to believe that because that is yes, cool. That is so cool. And you know what I just realized? It's the stories. You want to hear stories. Like, I don't even care if it's real or not. Like, tell me the story of the night that you thought there was a ghost. Danielle, tell me the story of the time your mom literally was jumping on the bed. Just kidding. She's asleep. Like... They're just more stories. Like, yeah. stories are so cool. My nana said she was followed home by <gasps> a UFO on her way home from a country women's association meeting in yes. the Northern Territory. Yes. She was. <laughs> and she, she was. was. Believe her. Believe women, okay? <laughs> we believe women. <laughs> Describe how she described, like, this flying mm. object. What was well, it? I'll send you the video because I've got it on camera. I got a talking about it on camera. It's so oh, cool. Great. She's, like, in the car driving. Driving home, she and another lady are driving in the car home from the Country Women's Association. First of all, she says, because she doesn't want anybody to think she's a nerd by going to the Country <laughs> Women's Association when she's like 23. So she said there was nothing to do where we were living in the Northern Territory. So I Fair joined enough. it. Okay. There were no okay. clubs. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she's like, we're on 
the way home and then all of a sudden this like light it appears like about 20 meters away from our car and it's like just above the treetops of of the trees because they're driving through bushland and it just follows them like above above their car and just like a little bit behind for about 25 minutes just <gasps> as they were driving home and then all of a sudden it just went like zoom and was gone whoa <gasps> That could have been you and me, Lauren. That could have been Danielle and you, Danielle and I. It could have been any of us from girlies. the future. Oh my god! Should we, when things open up, go UFO hunting? Yes. Oh yes, my yes, god! Yes, yes. I've never even there is a the Yowie man. <laughs> there now. is a Yowie man who has said that I can come interview him because I have reached out to him because I want to talk to him about the Yowies. Yeah. He also runs ghost dinners. Um, <gasps> Like where he like oh. he like runs a big like degustation dinner that's by a lake where some ghost stories happen and then he tells yes. you ghost stories. But I'm Freaking, going. I want to go anything ghost themed. I'm there. Your funeral, your wedding, a, a, a tour. <laughs> like I want everything ghost related. I still have yet to been on a go- to be on a ghost tour, but want the whole vibe. Also, that's so crazy. I literally did a short film the short film that i was doing with cameron james and henry stone is he plays a yaoi believing character and we were, yeah. like, went camping and that was the first time i learned what a yaoi was learned that there's people who believe in it and that's what like inspired this like short film so we've all had a brush with yaois that i yes i just thought with the chocolate so like, i just thought it was like a fun chocolate like yeah. no. surprise you know? i don't know much about the yaoi philosophy but yeah i knew there was some kind of creature i drop bears was my um yeah you know, drop bears. usual kind of go-to fake animal but that's more of like a not a conspiracy but just like a things dad say to freak you out that was a, yeah like a bundaberg ad is mm. that also became huge did you used to have freaked out by bundaberg ads Can no no that they had drop bears are from don't you remember they were popularized in like that alcohol ad? They're, well, they're, they're, the Bundy like big bear thing, that's like their mascot. And then I think maybe they referenced oh. drop bears like once or something. Yeah, that's a polar bear. Yeah. Okay, God, <laughs> Sorry. Up on me. I'm just letting you know that a drop bear is supposed to be like a koala that's got like oh. big claws and fangs yeah. and stuff. Um, oh. So, Conchetta, actually, before you mm. start kind of talking shit about whatever the Bundaberg rum thing is, just remember that Daniel's actually from Queensland. So if you could show a bit of Sorry. respect. Sorry. Okay, do you know what I got my dad for Father's Day with my sisters? I said, all chip in, we're buying dad a three-pack of flavoured Bundaberg rum <laughs> liqueurs, okay? Awesome. Okay, <laughs> ladies. We got banana toffee rum. <laughs> we got choc coffee rum. Whoa, that actually sounds like a great gift. I'll link you. Yeah, please link Sounds me. Sounds yummy. Um, we'll bring that on the ghost tour. <laughs> we'll be chugging <laughs> those. Also, please. I feel like unless you have something learned, I think this is a great segue into a game that we play here on the show, um, which we haven't played in a while, Lauren. And, Danielle, it's called Fuck Watch. Do you have any idea what we're talking about? No. Absolutely not. Lauren, oh would my you take it away God. with a description? How can you not know? It's, it's a kind of a cultural Kind Daniel, you're touchstone. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we invented a game and we will be wrapping up the episode soon as well. We've been going a while, but we will finish maybe on this game. Um, we mentioned yep. a game where it's called Fuck Watch, where we name like two people and you say, which one do you have to fuck and which one is in the room watching while it happens? Mm-hmm. And they can okay. like be, they're not just like watching quietly. Like they might, depending on their personality, they might be kind of chatting along, commentating, mm-hmm. just they're involved. Yeah. 
but you're fucking yeah. someone while they're watching. So you need to like okay. come up with your argument. And also this isn't a question of like, who do you want to fuck more? No. You have to really think about it. There's actually, it's a nuanced kind of game. And okay. we actually start with humans and then we go to animals, which is sort of what I've, what I've <laughs> okay. come with. That's what I've come yeah. ahead with. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Human yeah. One. <laughs> Do you have a human one, Lauren? Um, um, I didn't like have any awesome human ones that I was like gagging to tell because I was like just trying to do research because I was like, I wonder if there's like any like famous people from Townsville. And then the only like famous person from Townsville that I really recognized was Julian Assange. <laughs> did you know that? Wait, he was he from Townsville? Yeah. Did you know? Whoa. Crazy. No, I had no idea he was from Townsville. <gasps> he is. Very interesting. All I know is Kyle Sanderland started out in radio in Townsville. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, there's your two. There we go. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> he didn't grow up in Townsville, though. He just did his first radio job. He's there, just so. related. I don't. But then there wasn't anything that good, and just just Queensland theme was what I was trying to go with, but it wasn't that fun. It was just like what Bob Catter, Bernard Fanning, that kind of thing. Maybe that is it. That's my one. Bob Catter and Bernard Fanning. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, if Bob Carter was commentating, do you remember that thing he was like, he was like, and I can't believe this is happening and 100 people have been killed by Crocs this year. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think I'd want him to watch. <laughs> yeah, big time. Of course I want Bob Carter to watch. Um, Just outside of the game as because, well. Also because he's sort of like, he's been to my, so, okay, so one time um, my granddad Oh, sorry, Bobcatter broke down on the side of the road and uh, my granddad pulled over because he was a nice man and thought he'd give whoever this person stuck on the side of the road was a jump start. And then he met Bobcatter and they both wear identical Akubras, my granddad <laughs> and Bobcatter. And I think they bonded over that. And so granddad got his car running and invited him over for dinner. And so they had Bob Catter over for dinner and they said he was a really lovely man. Wow. Um, which I'm sure he is, but I don't know if his – I don't think they would have talked about his views and stuff. Yeah. Although to be fair, I don't know what – you know whether they would have also had conflicting opinions i don't know yeah i reckon granddad does reckon crocodiles are a problem (laughs) he always says you know for every one you can see in the river there's 10 you can't (laughs) that's me about my enemies we should remember that you can see 10 that i don't even know about 10 you can't me (laughs) (laughs) um i i had one human one but it's like embarrassing it's bad please if we off mic danielle when we do this it's with all the comedians in sydney and melbourne and it's so much fun it's a game for the girlies when we do our ghost tour it's so it's real it's real devil's advocate shit and we really get to play around um with that but all i had for the humans and i more cared about the animals was i had gladys Berjiklin and Scott Morrison. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> so, for this one, um, I think what I'm going to do is choose to fuck Gladys um, because then I don't um, have to deal with Scott Morrison in that way. Mm, um, yep. And I feel like Gladys maybe alone would be quite, like, tender. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Scott Morrison could really get his back against the walls if I bought, like, and sort of be quite, like, defensive and and annoying in the the sexual stuff if I was like, hey, dude, you know, because I want to, obviously, if I'm doing this, I still want to come, you know, and I don't don't know if he would do it for me. And so I'd be trying to give him direction, but I don't know if he'd take it. 
you know, so I I reckon I'd rather him just chit-chatting in the corner. He can commentate or whatever. Yeah. But I'll just do, I'll just, you know, I feel like maybe, I don't know. You know, it's it's a question of more who don't you want to fuck. Yeah, good choice. That was my first instinct too. But, yeah, to just kind of keep yeah. Scott Morrison's heaving body off me <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I feel like I've got some inspired from this chat. Like, what? Like a ghost and um, <laughs> and a yaoi and a yaoi. Ooh. Because what does a yaoi look like? Oh, I like, don't know. Can you describe the physicality of a yaoi? I kind of want to both just for the... Um, <laughs> You're like the... <laughs> yeah, I'd, well, I'd want to fuck both for the experience, you yeah. know? Um, also... No, that's not the game, Danielle. Can I um, quickly Although, interject here and say that yes. probably, maybe, definitely all of us have had sex with a ghost in the room anyway, and we wouldn't even know. <laughs> that's true. Statistically. Um, I... Th- yeah. <laughs> I think I'd I'd like to fuck the ghost um, more just purely because my mum said um, once she smelt a yowie, she didn't see it, but she smelt it, like the wind ruffled through its hair or something and it Ew. hit her and she said it smelt very bad, you know, Oof. like somebody who hadn't like mm. gone for a bath in I guess their entire lives. Yeah. It was quite a bad BO stage <laughs> mixed with sort of like rotting flesh and stuff. Yeah. So what do you think um, the Yowie would be contributing other than smell <laughs> in that scenario? Well, I, I'm assuming, but this is, see, this is the thing where I'm, I'm just assuming that because it's out in the wild, it's rugged. And when I mm. assume rugged, I'm like, yeah, that yowie had fucking plow me. You know, but I don't know that. The, <laughs> the yowie might not be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it could be quite a socially anxious yowie. It could just be a man who ran away from society. It could yeah. literally be Ben who, like, you ask what the yowie likes about you and he's like, we get along well and that's it. <laughs> I was still picturing the Yowie as like this like round marsupial creature like of the chocolate and I was like well yeah actually you would (laughs) choose the ghost because if you fuck a ghost it's like an ethereal like out of world once in a lifetime experience (laughs) that some crazy people claim to have had that experience but if you're fucking a Yowie it's like this what this giant rodent creature (laughs) covered in hair and yeah probably does smell (laughs) Yeah, I was more thinking for a for a yowie, it's like a humanoid, but yeah, that real hairy. Makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And I guess it just depends, like how much you like body hair and stuff. And if you can't smell, like then that's fine. <laughs> if I had COVID like, and no sense of smell, then I'd fuck the yowie. <laughs> yeah, just to see what it's like, you know. If you gave the yowie a bath. Then I would want to fuck both. <laughs> if, if you could give the yaoi a bath and a fade, then I'd be interested. Oh, big time. I've been giving my boyfriend a haircut. I've got clippers. I could give that yaoi a clip. <laughs> give it a clip. Um, do you have any more? I have one and it's just involving the butterfly, but I don't have the second Lauren. If you want to okay. come through with well, you say- one of the butterflies from your grandfather's garden. Okay. And... and- um, okay, what's another animal or creature that's come um, up in this? I guess the that Loch Ness monster, or yeah, the Loch Ness monster, or the the Melon Man, Melon Man. <laughs> well, that's a Yowie. <laughs> well, that's a Yowie. Okay, sorry, fuck. I'm so I'm so fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> the Loch Ness monster, then. <laughs> um, okay, so I would drown. I think if I was having sex with the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there was a movie I watched once when I was a kid where the man like was 
addicted to sex and didn't have sex for a year but fell in love with a lady and then he like rubbed an orchid flower against her vagina and she came I assume a clit awesome and so I assume if I just lied there sort of with my legs open and put a butterfly on me like maybe it could <laughs> walk around my clit enough to get me off you know yeah like, like that, even like the the the, the wings the fluttering, the fluttering of yeah. the wings oh my god that a butterfly is just an the earth's vibrator yeah yeah like a really soft one like when it's nearly out of battery <laughs> you're just trying just like <laughs> and you're like kind of come on yeah, yeah i don't want to have to charge you keep doing that i guess <laughs> Yeah, like, I'll just do it myself. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, can you help the butterfly? I mean, okay, I need to stop with all the, like, in all of these scenarios, I have to come <laughs> is the outcome. <laughs> I have to reach climax this with is the yaoi. Sex, sex positive um, podcast all about, you know. Sorry, what can I say? I'm come hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm exhausted, which always means we've had a bloody ripper of an ep. Um, Danielle, you were a perfect person, friend, and a guest, <laughs> and thank you for coming on our crazy little podcast. Um, do you have anything you want to plug or say or do, give a final word? Um, no, I think I'm okay. I don't know what to do. I don't know when my podcast is coming back because we need to figure it all out. But you should plug and, it anyway for people. Well, I don't know what it's going to be called now because oh. we, we're changing it. Mm. But if you, I guess if you just Google my name with comedian beside it, because if you just Google Danielle Walker, then this lady who hates grains is going to come up. I saw that I because I just Googled Danielle Walker to get a picture of you for socials and, um, yeah, the, the grain lady came up and so I was like, that's not her. Do you New mean- York Times bestseller, apparently. She's like a celiac and all the celiacs oh worship God. her. Wow. I bet there's gossip about this girl and we've got to find that out in well, another app. Interestingly enough, <laughs> if you go to the Reddit r small tits, you can see a lot of nude photos of the supermodel named Lauren Bonner and isn't that just crazy? Our small tits. <laughs> That's where Lauren Bonner is, and I'm sorry, but it's actually not me. But <laughs> would I be at home on the subreddit? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Danielle. That's that's probably it. Um, yeah, that's probably all we've got. We've that's got all, go folks. Like, fuck some ghosts. <laughs> um, what's the things we have to say? Um, th- follow us on Instagram at Big Natural Talents. We're also uploading videos to YouTube. Big Natural Talents on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe there as well. It really helps us out. If you can make sure you subscribe on iTunes or follow us on Spotify wherever you listen, that would be great. And please leave us a review, mm-hmm. uh, even if you don't have to write anything. Just give us five stars if you love it. And if you don't, then just don't do that at all thank you very much thank you so much thank you so good much luck. good Get luck your light and good luck and good night <laughs> step into your light thank you so much <laughs> thanks for having thanks for coming on danielle thanks to <laughs> no, us for no having worries. you <laughs> okay bye 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 <laughs>